I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello and welcome to the Trampled Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, November 2022. I'm your host, Andy Vaughn, and with me, as always, is Gordo. Hello. How you doing, Andy? You good? I'm all right. Well, no. No, I'm not. I'm not. So, um, and the reason for that is... Gordo related? No, I had to do the th- <laughs> one of the things today that I hate most out of, like, all things, and that is driving at rush hour. Yeah, which I hate, especially in the dark and in the rain, just sitting there, just going nowhere. Awful. Um, it's it's nice that you started the podcast on such a bright note. Uh, I, yeah, it might it might explain why I'm uh, I'm not my usual chirpy, happy go lucky self. He's he's been out driving at rush hour he's again. He's been out driving at rush hour again. <laughs> so, uh, but apart from that, yeah, I'm grand. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, all right, week. You did a better week than me last week. One team away from what I'd say would be a very, very good week. Um, but yeah, I I'm excited to have a guest on this week to to deflect some of that. I mean, we we did well in the charity, obviously last week, which was great. Um, I came in, and that 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 was locked in, and I'm I'm sure we'll talk about that later on. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to have Mister English Leagues back. Although his English Leagues pick last time, he's better. It was much better abroad than last time. Uh, so I, I don't know what's happening. I'm glad to see him back, and uh, obviously it's, it's it's Dave Greenfield here. Hey, Dave, how you doing? Yeah, not bad, guys. Thanks. Decent week for you two last week. I must say though, I backed yeah. I backed bankers' values and charities. One bet, so one of you let me down. Not me. <laughs> I'll just uh, just bordo myself out of here. <clears throat> um, yeah, that was frustrating because it was a really good week. Yeah. Outside of that, uh, there was plenty of good stuff going on. Uh, just myself and Gordon on on the show last week. We were guestless, so there was only eight picks, and we'll run through them quickly and let you know how we got on last week. Um, starting with the banker picks, as always, two bankers, uh, both from both from Germany. No surprises here, really, in the teams that were selected. Mine was Bayern away at Hertha. Um, ended up being quite a close and exciting game. Bayern won this game three two, but it paid out after thirty seven minutes when they went two 0 up. Uh, so bet, backing it on three six five, it was a bit of a non event, which is always the way you want the banker to be. Non-eventful, in early, done. So Bayern Munich winning it odds of, uh, small odds, but banker odds of one to four. Yeah, uh, I will echo Andy's pick, basically. Uh, I took Dortmund to the other side of uh, that that um, the Bundesliga hierarchy. Uh, mine was paid out after 12 minutes, so they were 2-0 up. Uh, Gio Reyna and Yusuf Makoko, who's living up to his Billing as a guy who's going to score like 20 goals a season for them. Sub Larry is going to be. Oh, I a bit terrifying, that guy. But uh, to be fair, he was at Bochum. If you've ever looked at Bochum's lineup, they've got guys that used to like get occasional game time in the SPL. So I'm not that like 
scoring against Christian Gamboa. What, what, what is this, Australia? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What is this, the Australian national team? Jackson Irvin actually plays with them as well, so it is. Um, but yeah, so I... But, but, uh, sorry, Dortmund went on to win this 3-0. It was 2-1 for a moment, uh, but VAR sorted me right out, uh, took that goal off Bochum, um, but they were paid out. So again, 1-4, actually kicked off at 2-7. Um, but yeah, so Easy. the banker double that we recommended came in. So on to the values. Uh, my value pick was the first pick of the weekend, actually. It was the, the final week of the Japanese J-League. Uh, regular listeners, or even occasional listeners will know, uh, one of my favourite tournaments worldwide. And we came into it with Yokohama F. Marinos leading Kawasaki Frontale by two points. Uh, so on the final week of the season, uh, Kawasaki needed to win to, to force the issue, which they did. Um, although not in the most comfortable manner ever. They, they beat Tokyo 3-2 at odds of 3-4. So the bet came in. Um, and it's all the more impressive considering Kawasaki had a man sent off in the 29th minute when they were 1-0 up. Um, <laughs> uh, so they were able they were able to uh, to still win the game. Uh, Yokohama also beat Vissel Kobe 3-1. Uh, so it didn't actually matter. Um, Yokohama are the Japanese J-League champions for 2022. But the value bet came in. So banker and value in the bag. So they were locked in for Andy, which meant that our fourfold that we touted last week was resting on my shoulders. And this was uh, Saturday at 2pm. This was Nimes versus Bordeaux. And I'd taken Bordeaux away at the odds of 8 to 7 or 11 to 10. So just over even money. This was, at that time, top versus second bottom. Um, Nimes scored early and then just held the ball or attempted to keep the ball out of the net for the rest of the game. Bordeaux had um, 69% possession, 14 shots and uh, 14 goal attempts, three shots and goals, seven off goal. Like they 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 went at them, but just couldn't get it the ball over the line at any point. So disappointing there. Um, yeah. So I let down the, as Dave suggested, sixfold that he had on. Fourfold that I suggested. Fourfold that yeah. was on, uh, and probably a variety of other bets, including quite a lot of my own. It always seems to be the pick that you're like, ah, I'll just stick that in a couple of coupons. I'll be locked in there. But uh, yeah, so it, it didn't quite work out for me there. Um, and the value pick didn't come in. So we've actually lost Andy here. Oh, he's back. You've returned. Unlucky. Unlucky. Did you lose? Did you did you lose me for a bit there? Yeah, I lost you for a bit there. You just kind of froze, looked sideways, and then like I, you were either being very still or a uh, thingy there. So yeah, no, no. to to round still, off that still here. to round off that section, value L for me, and uh, passed on that L to quite a lot of other people. So disappointing there. I can't, cannot cannot win them all, um, but overall a, a good selection of picks. Three out of four in the early picks. On to the outsiders. Uh, mine, mine was the last pick of the weekend. It was um, Monday in the Danish Super League at, at 6pm. Michelland versus Norgeland. Norgeland, top of the table. They are still top of the table, although this bet did not come in. Uh, the game finished a nil-nil draw. Uh, so Michelin should never have been favourites in that game. So I feel vindicated um, that while the bet didn't come in, it wasn't a home win. Uh, so... So yeah, no no outsider win for me, but I was definitely on the right side of that. Same boat for me. Um, I had the uh, Valenciennes versus Kong. Um, one each game ended up. Uh, so Kong took the lead after 33 minutes with Mendy and um, Valenciennes leveled it up. Um, pretty even game as was as was predicted there. The Valenciennes had slightly more of the ball, slightly less goal attempts. Um, 
But again, it, you know, we're at 21 to 10, you're looking for a team that can, you know, we're on the right side of that. I wasn't taking a six to five outsider for a team that hadn't hadn't won a game. At, like they've only taken four points away from home all season. Uh, five now. Congratulations, Com. Um, but yeah, so no outside, <laughs> no outsider there. Um, but yeah, it, on the right side of it again. Yep. So a couple of decent shouts on another day. They easily go our way. Pretty happy with the performance there. And then on to the charity pick. So this is a pick from from each of the hosts on the show that week. Only two of us last week, so it was a double. Um, my pick was in the German Bundesliga for Frankfurt to win away from home at Augsburg, which they did 2-1 after going a goal down within the first minute. If you want to concede a goal, it's the best time to do so. Oh, absolutely. Plenty of time. You get plenty of time to get back in the game. Um, Yeah, they're just just excellent. A bit of golfing class there in form as well. So I wasn't, you know, it was annoying getting that instant notification, but I wasn't particularly worried. Um, and Frankfurt went on to win the game so leg one in leg two uh, was with me Frozenoni versus Perugia so this was top versus bottom in the uh, in the Italian Sierra B uh, Frozenoni won this game 1-0 after a 41st minute goal for them uh, they held that one out I was you know that sounds like it was quite a tense game but if you look at the second half stats Perugia didn't have a shot on target so we were quite happy to just you know, go down one nil. Um, so yeah, the charity bit, the charity double landed. Um, obviously, with a double and um, those odds not being fantastic. I think what did we end up returning? Uh, well, well, my my uh, my game was four to five, so it was just under even money, and I think yours was thirteen to twenty. So it returned it returned twenty seven pound fifty three pence, I think, which went to uh, November. It just seemed like a a good thing to do. One of uh, one of the sh- one of the shows, um, a friend of the show, Bob Alexander's November effort, uh, and we've we've lined up someone else that gets uh, so all the, all the charity bets for November will go towards the November effort uh, and the fundraising that they do for Men's Health. Um, so hopefully we can get another one in this week and bigger. Yeah, I mean, there's there's uh, sure, three of us sure, this week. Sure, Gordon's odds will still be rotten. But, Actually, you know, first of all, you can get are. fucked because mine's about thirteen to ten this week. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm back oh, on my, oh, my that's big, good on here. And nearly an outsider. Oh, right I know why that's happened. It's because it's because it's you're backing it. Right? <laughs> well, I mean, if I'm backing it, surely surely I'd be wanting a, a lower odds thing so I could shuffle it across. But uh, yeah, looking forward to this <laughs> weekend and landing some more picks. And I know we're about to go into the midsection, but I would just like to highlight that our midsection picks from last week were pretty good. Um, yeah, I had one in the, the French lower league. So this was in the Liga Nationale. Um, a kind of informed team for me at the moment, Concarno, who are running away with that league. They're about, if they if they did a 10 goal, 10 point payout, they'd be, they'd be getting the next week for them. Um, they, they ran out winners uh, 3 1 against Sudan, the guys with a little pig badge, if you're in the, if you're in the midsection. Um, but yeah, they, they actually paid, um, they, they went down 1 0 and ended up winning it at just under even money. So, yeah, come come join us in the midsection and, and find out some more of the spicy picks that we've got in there. And if you do want to join us in the midsection, that uh, Gordon's talking about our Patreon content, so you just need to go to patreon.com forward slash trample bet or download the Patreon app. It's six quid a month. Um, it really helps the show out. It helps us out as a going concern. Keeps the podcast going, essentially. And uh, you get some stuff back. You get the midsection instead of the advert that everyone else will hear. Um, you get the podcast as a video as soon as it's released. 
and you also get the cheat sheet, which is all the picks written down, so you don't have to remember the picks from the show that you like the sound of. Uh, so patreon.com forward slash tramplebet, or just say, search for tramplebet on the Patreon app. We'll see you there. The rest of you, we shall see you after this short break. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back, and now on to this week's picks for the weekend of Saturday, November 12th, 2022. Myself, Gordo, and Dave will give a pick each in the following categories, as usual, banker picks, value picks, outsider picks, and then we'll each provide a pick we will lump together as a treble, put a tenor on it, and any returns, like last week. Uh, will go to a charity of our choosing and because it's November it'll go to the Movember effort uh, men's health charity so let's kick off with the banker bets we got uh, both in last week we're usually very good at getting all the bankers in um, I am in the Danish Super Liga at Saturday 3pm UK time for Silkeborg versus Lingby and the home win for Silkeborg is better than 1-2 to two. it's 6-11 to 11 right now on bet 3-6-5 which is quite high price for a banker bet Silkeborg are in 4th place in the league 24 points from 16 games whereas Lingby are dead last only 5 points all season from 16 games they've scored 13 goals but conceded a massive 32 they're yet to win any away games uh, they've only managed two points from eight away games all season. And Silkeborg will just relish the opportunity to regain some form here against a team that is really, really struggling. I think better than one to two is a great price for this. Nice one, Hal. I'll, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Um, in those leagues, I'm going to move us to a, a more tried and tested league for us. For me specifically, it's the Sierra A um, for... I mean, long-time listeners or listeners over the last eight weeks would be uh, unsurprised to know that. I'm backing Napoli once again. So this weekend, they play against Udinese. They're playing just now. They're drawing 0-0 with Empoli, but they're all over them. Uh, Udinese are also um, playing just now. They're currently drawing one each um, <clears throat> with someone along the lines of Lecce. It's around that part of the table. Um, it is Spezia. There we go. It was on the, the Lecce line. Someone, Someone really... <laughs> just above the relegation zone. Um, so Napoli are a quite big price for this just now. They're 1-2 to two, um, against the Udinese team who haven't been playing well. They they started quite well, but they had a 0-0 draw with Cremonese uh, last week um, and a 0-0 draw with Lazio in there. The head-to-heads here with Napoli playing at home are fantastic. Last five games, five Napoli wins. 2-1-5-1, 2-1-4-2-4-2. Um, Napoli's home form has been sensational. 4-0 against Sassuolo, 3-0 against Rangers, 3-2 against Bologna, 4-2 against Ajax. They're running through teams at the moment. Um, Kvratchvila, the, the boy they've got, the Georgian fella, is banging them in at the moment uh, and there's a real feel-good factor there for them just now. Crucially, they beat Atalanta last week who were up towards the top of the table 
and uh, they did it from a goal down. So, yeah, um, the only thing I will say about this is Udinese prior to this, so their 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 away form prior to those last two games hasn't been too bad. You know, they've been they've been beating teams. I think Napoli have enough to do to beat them here. So, Andy, you have your hand up. Napoli have just scored. Their odds are one at sixteen <laughs> live in play uh, against Empoli. So, um, I know I know that you said that they were drawing and they were, but while well, you were giving that brilliant rundown. They went and got a goal just to further emphasise how good a pick this is. Fantastic. I look forward to this kicking off at 1-5. to five. Um, Yeah, it's currently 1-2 to two just now. I think it's a really good price. I'll get the pod up tonight. And if you can get on it now, do it. it, it they, they will not kick off anywhere near that. I think there's a standard format for teams that are like, you know, I think they've just got like a holding... Yeah, for setting initial odds. Yeah, um, essentially. So, Dave, obviously welcome back. Banker. What are you taking us? Uh, so I'm in uh, League One on Saturday. Fantastic. One. And uh, it's Ipswich against Cheltenham. And uh, Ipswich here at two to seven. So you've got Ipswich there, second in the league. Uh, 37 points from there. 17 games. Scored 35. Only conceded 18. Where you've got Cheltenham in 19th. They've only got 18 points. They've only scored 13 goals. We've only conceded 20, but not too bad. Uh, Ipswich have only lost one home game in the last nine in all competitions. Uh, took one draw and the rest have won. Uh, they've also only conceded five goals in those nine home games. Uh, they're averaging 2.1 goals per match as well. So obviously they're scoring quite a bit. Uh, Cheltenham have lost their last three away games uh, and drawn, the, drawn one. They've only scored twice in their last four away games as well. They're also ranked 23rd in average goals scored. So they've got 0.8 goals scored a match on average. Almost a goal a match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Obviously, isn't great. So I think Ipswich will have far, far too much for here. Just add another point. Um, brings nothing to this pick, but I don't know if you did you see Ipswich's. Uh, Last game against Charlton last week. I did not inform me what happened. So it, they were away at Charlton last week. It was a uh, two-two going into the ninetieth minute. Ipswich score twice in the ninety-first and ninety-fourth minute to go four-two up away. Paid out, so great. Would, yeah, exactly. It would have been paid out. Charlton score in the 96th and the 99th minute of the game finishes four all. There's four goals in stoppage time. It was just absolutely mental. That's that is fantastic. That is a unless you're on the the you know you got to pay out though, don't you? If you're yeah. on the episode, it's when happy yeah, exactly, days, yeah. all done, locked in. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we'll get that drama this time around. I think uh, don't want know, that drama, no. Dave. Don't no, want no. it. What? It's what are all these games? All these games early paid out, boom, we're done. Banker treble in, and the banker treble, um, at bet 365 just now. You've got Silkeborg at 8 to 15, and Napoli at 1 to 2, Ipswich at 2 to 7, 1.95 to 1, so just shy of 2 to 1. Um, and you'll get a five percent bonus as well. You know, how they do that, it trebles and upwards, you get a bonus. So essentially, we're talking 2 to 1 for the banker treble this week. On to the value picks. Now, the Japanese J-League may be over in uh, Yokohama F. Marinos crowned champions, but there's the small matter of the promotion playoff. 
So the way that this works in Japan is the bottom two teams of the J1 League and the top two teams of the J2 League just switch. Promotion, relegation like normal. But teams placed um, third, fourth, fifth, and then in the, in the in the second tier, uh, playoff a wee sort of series of playoffs to eventually meet the third bottom team. So it's very similar to the SBL. Um, so that's Kyoto Sanga, uh, finished third bottom of the J1 League, and they play Roasso Kumamoto um, and in a winner-take-all one-off game. Now, the way that these Japanese playoff games work is a wee bit strange uh, compared to football as we know it. If it's a draw, the higher-seeded team just win. Look, they've went with that so American format where so you no, just make up a rule. Yeah. There's no yeah, there's no penalties, there's no nothing. And the higher seeded team also gets home advantage. So if it's a draw, the higher seeded team, the home team, just go through. So Kyoto San technically only need to draw this game in order to stay in the J one league, whereas Roasso Kumamoto would need to win in order for them to be promoted and, and Sanga to be relegated. Um, so yeah, so as I said, Saga finished the J1 season 16th place. They're in this winner-take-all game. But they've been really solid, actually, throughout the J1 league campaign. Um, they fell only one point short of safety, one point behind Gambo Zaka. Uh, they're good at keeping things really tight. And for a team that finished third bottom, they only conceded 38 goals across their 34 games, which I think is actually quite impressive. Um, to put that into some context, the teams that finished in 17th and 18th conceded 54 and 57 goals respectively so much much tighter at the back good defensive record Kumamoto finished the J2 league in fourth place they were 13th points off of automatic promotion so it wasn't like they were setting the league alight um, they drew both their playoff games to each as the home side both and the higher ranked team went through it to the next round so they've been taking advantage of that um, but they are conceding goals, so they scored scored twice at home in, in both those games and and conceded two goals. Uh, Kyoto Sanga are just used to playing much better opposition than Kumamoto, and they've been successful at defending against G one sides all year. Kumamoto will know they have to push to win this game. A draw is no good for them, and as a result, they should there should be a lot of opportunities for Kyoto Sanga to, to hit them on the break and to score goals, which I think they will do. Uh, you're getting them at better than evens for a home win here. And while they don't necessarily need to win at home, I think they will win at home and 12 to 11 is a good price. And that's that's where the value is. So this game's at, at five minutes past four on Sunday morning and you'll find it under J, J, Japan J1 League. Nice one. I mean... Kyoto Sanga to beat. Roasso Kumamoto. The odds aren't up on Bet365 yet for this game, so I'm taking those odds from William Hill, the 12 to 11 price you can get just now. Nice one. Well, I, I very much hope to wake up to that uh, rolling in. First of all, I'm going to apologise for the pick that I'm bringing to the next one because I am on a bogey team. You had your own mind. rule. You, you're, breaking, own, you're breaking had, your own rule. I'm breaking my own rule for good reason, right? So I have quite a lot to talk about in this game. So you can it till the end where you can call it shite, right? So, let, let's start with, I'm going to take Morton to beat Queen's Park here. And I know that Morton generally fucked me over. And I've actually backed this fixture before and they lost 5-1. Um, <laughs> but, Partick have been rubbish recently. They were 2-0 up against, Dun, uh, against Dundee at the weekend and lost 3-2. They've lost 5 on the spin uh, the last 5 games. So, against Dundee, Wraith, Ayr, Queen's Park and Aberdeen in the Cup. Morton have been pretty good here. Um 
So in their last five games, they've drawn 2-1-3, beating Inverness at home, uh, Wraith at home and Hamilton home. Inverness and Wraith, uh, Inverness and Hamilton, they beat 4-5-0. and So they're beating teams quite comfortably. They drew with Dundee and they drew with Ayr in there as well. Um, Morton have been good this season. You know, Dougie Emery's got the team playing pretty well. They're in second position. You know, they, 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 they haven't pushed for this in a long time. Uh, that, that league is incredibly tight at the top, though, in the Scottish Championship, where second and seventh are separated by two points. Um, so, you know, you could, you're could you not in chance of getting relegated, but you're, you know, you're out of the playoffs as soon as you lose a game. So pretty, um, pretty kind of crucial game for them to be beaten, coming into a team who are not playing well at all. So a wee bit for Dave here. Depot Akinyemi. So a guy who was playing in the English lower leagues this season got a transfer to Ayr this season. Uh, he's played with Stevenage, Aldershot, St Albans, Bishop Stropford, Dulwich, Hamlet and Welling prior to this. Arrived at Ayr, played 14 games, scored 11 goals, assisted four. He's been unbelievable. He's basically arrived in league and was like, everyone's shite here. I'm, uh, I'm going to be all right. Uh, so... He's got bigger guys looking at him just now. He's one of these guys that, like, on flash score, you can scroll right back through. He's like, loan, return from loan, loan, return from loan. So him, uh, he's tearing up the league at the moment with air. He's, he's scoring that. But Morton have got a couple of guys that have been banging them in recently. Robbie Muirhead, who extended the United player there, Andy, um, is scoring plenty at the moment for Morton. Uh, as is uh, Grant Gillespie. So two ex-Dundee United players uh, are... are, are, are banging them in for Morton this season um, I just think it's a good time for, for to be playing Partick Thistle and you can get them at what I think is a bit of the ridiculous odds of 11-8 to eight. so they're a big price Andy do you want to say anything about Morton? No not really but I, I, I do want to confirm that game's against Partick Thistle not Queen's Park because you did Partick, say Queen's sorry, Park Partick, Partick Thistle yeah. apologies yeah. So, so, so just, just in yeah. case it confu- just in case it confuses anyone it's Morton versus Partick Thistle uh, it's probably a game I'd just stay away from but now I'll feel compelled to back it because I back all the fucking podcast picks <laughs> I mean don't I? I think I think they'll have enough to beat Queen's Partick Thistle um, yeah, so. I'm, yeah, yeah I'm going to trust you um, I, so just, Dave, I just don't like it <laughs> Dave, what have you got? Take me away from this. What have you got in the value area? Uh, so I'm in League Two again, Saturday at three o'clock, and it's uh, Rochdale against Mansfield, and I'm going to take uh, Mansfield at thirteen to ten. So Mansfield are in ninth with uh, twenty-seven points from their sixteen games, scored twenty-five, conceded twenty-one. Uh, Rochdale are in twenty-second; they only took twelve points from sixteen. And a bit like our last, uh, a bit like Cheltenham in my last pick, they've only scored 12 goals all season. They've conceded 23. Also, they've all got the same average rank goals per game at 0.8. Not almost a goal. <laughs> yeah. We love, a, we love a team that aren't scoring at least one a game. <laughs> uh, yeah, Matfield have taken 12 points from eight away games. Uh, Rochdale have only taken four points from their seven home games. They've only scored six goals at home this season. Uh, Rochdale have lost the last three. Now they've lost three and drawn one in the last four league games. Whereas uh, Mansfield won the last away game out against Barrow. Uh, but before that, they, they lost to Swindon and Crawley, drew with Newport. So they had a bit of a dodgy three games. But before that, they, they only lost one in ten. So, you know, they're only a couple of points off the playoffs. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they got to the playoffs last season. Um, they're second in big chances created in the Excellent. league. Good start. And uh, I've got a great one for you. They've had the most penalties this season, Mansfield, with five penalties. If you fancy a bet on Mansfield to score a penalty in this game, it's five to one. Mansfield <laughs> score a pen, which I thought was a nice little side bet. I like that. I do like that. Yeah. I mean, it, it, look, Rochdale haven't scored in the last two league games either. So I think if you're, Mansfield can take the lead here and hold out, hopefully. No. Hopefully Rochdale won't uh, have a mad day where they end up scoring a lot yeah. more than they should. But I'm fine with them scoring 0.8 goals. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. as, as long as the, that's fine. Yeah. Good pick though, Dave. What's the price of it, did you say, sorry? Um, 13 to 10 months. For 13 to nice. 10. Yeah. Nice. So you combine that in with uh, all picks over evens this week in the value in the value section. So that's pretty cool. Kyoto, Sanga, Martin and Mansfield. 10.4 to 1. For the value treble, which is which is pretty hefty, that is. Although you may have to wait uh, for that price to come up on Bet Three Six Five for Kyoto Sanga. Um, yeah, I mean you probably. I don't know because because it's considered a J One League game. I wonder if you, they they still do the early payout rule on that, even though it's the playoffs. Yeah, even though it's the playoffs as opposed to um, as opposed to just a regular season game. Who knows? I would expect it to come in anyway. I'm certainly not thinking that'll be an early payout game that you know you're reliant on it. If Sanga go two 0 up and they don't concede goals, they're not going to throw away a two 0 lead against Roasso Kumamoto. But hey, anyway, on to the outsiders. So this is where we look for something the bookies have priced up as an underdog that we quite fancy. Uh, obviously, they're not going to come in with the same regularity that the banker bets do. Uh, but it's something that we think, you know, there should be a little bit of interest in and certainly some outside value. My game's in the German Bundesliga, Saturday at 2.30pm for Hoffenheim against Wolfsburg. The teams are only separated by one point. Hoffenheim on 18 points through 13 games, Wolfsburg on 17. Hoffenheim haven't been great at home. They've only got 10 points from seven home matches. Um, Wolfsburg managed eight points from seven away games. But form-wise, Wolfsburg are currently the better performers. Nine points from their last five games, whilst Hoffenheim have managed just the four points. Wolfsburg are now eight games in a row unbeaten. Um, so they're really coming into a good a good purple patch. Well, as Hoffenheim, they haven't managed to win in their last three matches. Uh, so in the league so far, pretty much equally matched. Um, but the home away split, equally matched but form heavily favours the visitors here I just think Wolfsburg are overpriced at a 13 to 5 underdog 13 to 5 that's closer to 3 to 1 than it is to 2 to 1 uh, so yeah my, my pick for this weekend in the outsider column is Wolfsburg okie dokie <clears throat> another, another EP league as well which is nice in an outsider more likely to go up <laughs> 2 0 and that and, uh, and possibly throw it away. So I'm also in a league. I mean, uh, they're, they're, like, like, can I also point out right now as we record this, Wolfsburg are currently beating Borussia Dortmund 1 0 in the 83rd minute. Yeah. So if you want any more evidence on Wolfsburg's form actually being reliable, beating Borussia Dortmund's pretty good. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Okay, okay. Well, I take you to another big European league. This is on Sunday in Liga Anne. This is uh, Strasbourg versus Lorient. 
and I fancy the away team Lorient to win this game at 12 to 5. So big price. So let's talk about why. Um, Strasbourg have been not very good this season. Uh, they had a good good year last year, but they haven't quite followed up on that. They've taken 10 points from their first 14 games. Contrast that with Lorient, who've taken 27 from their 14. And they were very unlucky at the weekend, narrowly beaten by PSG 2-1. I think it's used to the 84th minute for them to for PSG to get a, the winner against them. Um, Lorient are, are challenging for the European and Champions League spots. They're... Uh, that 27-point total has them tied with Monaco and Marseille and one point behind Rong in third place. Uh, Strasbourg are firmly in the welcome to League 2 and the Friday night features uh, zone uh, being down in, in 18th place. <clears throat> the reason I like this game so much is Lorient have been fantastic away from home, taking 14 points from their seven games. Their last five away games have seen them draw two each with Troye, beat Brest, beat Auxerre, beat AC Ajaccio. Um, and a loss into Longs in there, which is just no crime at the moment, considering they're second in the league. Um, if you look at Strasbourg's home form, three draws and two losses in there to Lille and Rong, both teams that uh, Lorient are right beside this season. So I just think this game has is, is much more chance of coming out on Lorient's favour than it does on Strasbourg's, and you can get them at 12 to 5, 23 to 10, or 11 to 5, depending on your bookmaker. So that is my outsider pick on Sunday. Dave, where are you and what have you got? Yeah, so I'm in another big European league and it's uh, the Scottish League One. Fantastic. It's Saturday at three o'clock. And it's uh, Falkirk versus uh, the home of Neighbours, Edinburgh. And uh, this is basically, oh, so you can get Edinburgh at three to one. Uh, Edinburgh and Falkirk, I'm pretty much basically the same team in my like from doing my research. So Edinburgh second with 25 points from 14. I've scored 25, they've conceded 19. Falkirk a third. I've got 24 points from 14. I've scored 25, conceded 16. Form table, they've both took seven points from the last five. Falkirk have taken 13 points. From seven home games, Edinburgh have taken 13 points from seven away games. Uh, Falkirk have lost the last two home games as well. They've lost 1-0 to Dunfermline and they lost to uh, County Hearts, which are the, I, I think Andy had that, didn't it? Uh, Possibly. I think, uh, <laughs> I think that was a, a value on top of But um, Yeah, but they've lost two, one, two, drawn one in the last five. Edinburgh exactly the same. Lost two, one two, drawn one. Um, there's only been there's only ever been two meetings between these two sides. One, uh, obviously in the league, uh, which Falkirk won three 0 and the other one, I don't know if you guys know anything about this, was a League Cup game in 2021 where Edinburgh got given a three 0 walkover win. Oh. I don't know why. I can't find out why. I think this was COVID related and being unable to field oh, a team. Yeah. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. Unlike in England where they just cancel the game and magic play it again. Yeah. No, they, they they put they put a rule in place where if you couldn't fulfill your fixture, that was it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Right. But yeah, just for the for two teams that are like pretty much got exactly the same form, exactly like the two and three in the league. 
I'm not really 100% sure why Edinburgh are a higher player to a 3 to 1 when Falkirk are favourites. But uh, yeah, so I'd, I'd, I'd rather sit with Edinburgh here at 3 to 1 and take a chance. Yeah, yeah. Falkirk are obviously a, a big name. Yeah. Uh, they've been in the Premier League recently. They're expected to be challenging and potentially back up there at some point. Uh, I think people are just waiting for the Edinburgh FC bubble to burst. Not happened yet. So let, let's hope it doesn't happen this week. Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, three three outsiders there. Wolfsburg at 13-5, Lorient at 11-5, FC Edinburgh 3-1. You combine the three of them together, 45-1. to one, So so big. Um, I'll take that as a trick, say no doubt. So uh, hopefully I'll need um, two of the three, but three of the three is very, very good. You take it as some kind of Goliath paired up with four of Dave's horses. Uh, so. <laughs> I was about to say you need more selections yeah. to start doing Goliaths. Ah, okay, there we go. Mid-section horses, excellent. So that's the uh, that's the main picks from our three regular categories. Now into the charity bet, where we'll look to emulate last week's success, but this time as a treble. Um, my game for the charity pick this week's on Sunday at 5pm back in the Danish Superliga for league leaders Norgeland against Alborg. The home win here for Norgeland is 7-10. to um, So still top after a solid draw away at last season's runner-up Micheland last week. They have 32 points from 16 matches and 17 points from the eight home games that they've played so far. Alborg all the way back in 11th place. It's only a 12-team league, so 11th is not good. It's second bottom. 14 points from their 16 games, seven of which they've managed to pick up on the road. Form-wise, Norgeland are joint top of the five-game form table with nine points. Alborg are in 10th of the 12-team league uh, with only four points from their last possible 15. The only worry really here is the head-to-head record. Uh, the last six games between the teams have been two wins for Alberg and four draws. So no wins for Norgeland in this fixture in the last six occurrences of it. Hence why I have this in the charity slot as opposed to the value slot. But I still fully expect Norgeland to win this match. So that's leg one of our charity treble this weekend. Leg two takes us to the Sierra A again. Um, <clears throat> Saturday night, if you're at a loose end, 7.45, I believe it's on BT Sport. This is Bologna versus Sassuolo. And I fancy a home win here at, as I pointed out earlier on in the uh, the show, not to be called a huge shite bag, uh, 13 to 10. So this is uh, Bologna at home. Two teams right beside each other in the league, 16 points, uh, Bologna, 15 points, Sassuolo. How they've got these points and when differ massively with Bologna being an in-form <clears throat> pick at the moment, winning four of the last five games home and away, beating Torino, Monza, Lecce and um, Cagliari in there, narrowly losing to Napoli uh, when I'd backed Napoli in that game, 3-2. Contrast that with Sassuolo here, who've lost to Empoli. They got beat 4-0 by Napoli, uh, losing to Atalanta and Inter in there. Tough teams, but they're in a bit of a tough tough run in for them at the moment. Bologna have been good. Obviously, Lewis Ferguson's playing for them just now. Uh, one of our Scots abroad, and and they're he's banging them in for them at the moment. Um, but yeah, I think Bologna have got enough in here to to be doing some some serious damage to a Sassuolo team that 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 haven't quite hit the heights that uh, they'd had at the start of the season. So um, I think that that Bologna will win this game. Uh, 
they're 13 to 10 to do so. That's that's really it for me. I'll, I'll pass over to Dave. Aware that my connection dipped slightly there, but because I am recording it, not a problem to me. My mic was still rolling. So, uh, Dave, what have you got charity-wise? Uh, so I'm uh, in League Two again. <coughs> again, Saturday at three o'clock, and it's uh, Harrogate versus Light and Orient. And I'm going to take Light and Orient here at eight to seven. So Light and Orient are uh, top of this division. They've got 39 points from 16. Scored 26, only conceded nine goals. Whereas Harrogate, down in 21st, they're only taken 12 points from their 16 games. They've only scored 14 goals and they've conceded 24. Orient, the top of the form table, they've taken 11 points from five. Whereas Harrogate have only taken four points from five. And again, Orient, top of the away form table as well, taking 17 points from their seven home games. Harrogate, 21st in there in the home form table. They're only taking 18 points from their seven home games. Uh, sorry, eight points from 18 from their seven home games. Uh, now, Harrogate did win their last game out uh, against Bradford, but uh, I lost two, drew and one before then. Mm-hmm. Look, Orion did lose their last game to Crew 1-0, but they won three uh, league games and drew the other two before that. Now, they've met three times. Uh, well, they've met six times um, head-to-head. Uh, obviously, the three times that uh, Harrogate, uh, Light Norian have won two, three, nil, and the other one was a two-all draw. Uh, so, Orient to win three, nil, <laughs> would be 16 to one. There you go, right? As a, as a, Andy, price that up, mate. What's the just the trip? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, out of those six games, Harrogate, and, Harrogate have only won one. There's been one draw, and Orient have won the rest. Uh, Orient have kept the most clean sheets in the league as well. Uh, they've kept ten clean sheets this season. So, yeah, I think yeah, like I said, best away form, best form. Top of the league. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see a comfortable like Norian winner. Wouldn't wouldn't we all? So yeah. <laughs> uh Andy, what, what does that take us to for our guaranteed locked in banker treble where we've all picked pretty big odd shoots? Well, for the charge treble this week, seven point four to one at Bet365, which you know, eighty-five quid essentially. Uh we would be able to donate to Movember. Next week, should Norgeland, Bologna, and Leighton Orient win their respective fixtures this weekend? Nice. Three of us on the show this week. Good to have a full cohort back again. Um, just some quick, some quick maths there for me because I can't price it up because Kyoto Sanga are odds aren't available yet. But I think if you wanted to uh, back all the selections in a mega twelvefold, it would return something like thirteen thousand to one. That's all right. You know, so, yeah. so I mean, my, no, virtual, not, my virtual background will be in Monaco next week, then, as opposed to, uh, yeah, I, I guess it looks the same when I've got a virtual background, doesn't it? It doesn't matter if I'm on my super yacht by then. <laughs> not to be, not to be sniffed at. Uh, um, should should we get all twelve? It will happen one day, hopefully. This week is the week. Uh, <clears throat> just to remind you all, we do have a Patreon channel, so if you fancy um, helping the podcast out a wee bit, it's six pounds a month to join the Trample Bet Club. Um, you get the video podcast and also all the picks written down in a handy JPEG format so you don't have to go back and 
and try and remember which picks you like the sound of this week. Also, Facebook group, uh, free to join that. Just search Trample Bet Podcast on Facebook and get involved in the discussions there. We've got plenty of regular contributors and a lot of good stuff going on in the Facebook group. I'm sure there'll be plenty of World Cup chat coming up as well. So a good place to be. Um, Gordo, Dave, thank you very much for your time and your picks as always. Gordon yeah, wants to say something. I was. I was just going to say that uh, you know this. This uh, we did this in the midsection, but just a, a little shout there. Andy has a predictor that he runs every year. Uh, this is for the World Cup. Uh, do you see yourself as a savant, a man who can see perhaps an Argentina win for the World Cup delusionally, uh, or do you see yourself as maybe picking the correct winner? Uh, drop Andy a message if you do wish to wish to get involved. I think it's twenty quid ahead. Uh, we generally get about. I don't know, well, about 60 or 70 entries, so there's a good prize at the end of it, and it's actually pretty yeah, good patter good, for, for, good all in, for all involved. But uh, yes, so should you wish to be involved in that, drop uh, either Andy or myself a shout in there. I, I take no credit for it, it's all done by Andy, but I can certainly pass you on to him. So, Andy, go on, see us out then. Do it again. Gordon, Dave, thanks very much for your and your picks this week uh, we'll see you back next week where uh, hopefully we're recapping another successful week of the Trample Bet podcast um, that's it have a great weekend happy hunting bye the Trample Bet podcast is produced by Andy Vaughn Gordon McLarnan and Gary Black part of the Sports Social Podcast Network find the next show you'll love at sports-social.co.uk Sports Social Podcast Network Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.